Welcome to the Anonymous Andrew Podcast. Life and the choices we make. The choices other people make. This podcast explores all things as they relate to dating and romantic relationships. Why we ignore or choose to ignore or miss the red flags. Red flags like gaslighting, cheating, lying, narcissistic behavior, deception, mental illness, addiction, and so much more. Join me each week as we continue my journey into the modern dating world with my weekend rants, anonymous guests, dating stories, and experts who share their wisdom so I can help you navigate the dating terrain. If you are new to the show, or have been with me from the beginning, hold on tight for the Anonymous Andrew Experience. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Anonymous Andrew Podcast. And today I have a guest, Melissa Finley. And Melissa Finley is a transformational love coach. And she does a lot of work with women, but in general, she is a coach who helps people transform, whether it's from divorces or traumatic experiences and relationships and so forth and so on, and, and to move forward with their lives. And that's where I come in because that's exactly where I have been and I still am. So I invited Melissa on. So without further ado, as they say, here is my interview with Melissa Finley. Greetings, everybody. Anonymous Andrew back with you with another episode. And in our continuing pursuit of the dating lifestyle in this modern world, today I have with me Melissa Finley, and Melissa is a certified love coach. She's a former RN from an ICU. She worked in an ICU, which I find very good foundation as a background because you're dealing with the physical, and now you're dealing with the, 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 the mental, the emotional. So, hello, Melissa, and welcome. Hello. Thank you, Andrew, for having me here today. I'm excited for this. Great. Me too. So, Melissa, tell us about what you do and we'll get into why you're here right so i am a life coach as he says that specializes in love i work with women mainly but um we work with like intentional dating so we can stop wasting time and find a love that fits right because that's what we really want in the out there and i've stumbled along the dating world i've been there i've done that i have you know uh, all of it and i'm on the other end i did some like work I did some things that I helped like navigate myself a little bit better. And now I'm married to an amazing man. We're just, ooh, we're, we're coming up on two years from the first wedding that we had together. And it's just amazing. It's amazing to be on the other side of it and see that it actually really can help. So I wanted to pave that path for others to find the person that's perfect for them. My first question is, where did you meet him? I met him on Tinder. <laughs> oh, don't there's nothing no it's to be like the thing yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. You know, it's funny because 20, 30 years ago, you hid that you were on dating apps. Well, first of all, they weren't dating apps. They were dating websites. Back in 2005, 2008, eHarmony, Match all came on the scene. But it was a desktop website. You didn't download it to your phone because we didn't have smartphones. And back then, I, I remember dating somebody, and we were like, shh, don't tell anybody we met on, on eHarmony. It's like, it, it was shameful because it was like embarrassing. Today, it's not embarrassing. So, um, yeah, it's the norm, exactly. So, um, I did read in your bio that you did have some background toxic relationships. Yes. Yes. So, I definitely ended up in a long-term relationship also with a narcissist who gaslit me, who cheated on me, who made all the things to make me feel like the smallest human in the world. Smallest. It crushed me, and I'm glad I finally left that. It was the best thing I ever could have done for myself. And I also didn't listen to a lot of red flags at that time. Mm -hmm. It was pretty darn awful. Can I ask how long you were in that relationship? I was in that relationship for four and a half years. Yeah, four and a half years too long. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> One minute too long. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, you know, I asked that because my audience knows that I came out of a, it wasn't physically violent relationship, but it was a, just like you said, narcissistic and gaslighting and, and just horrible. Uh, and, and now it's one year later and I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get back out there. So tell us your journey after that relationship ended, your healing process and yourself, you must've have to work on yourself. Yes. Want to talk yeah, about that so, a little bit? Yeah, no, absolutely. So I did a lot of work of like self-love work because I feel like that, one, after coming out of a relationship out of that, you like, you have a lot of like, again, you feel like you're yay big, you're super small, like you are, and then like, you know, you, you're now open, like I was in this type of relationship. I, you know, it's like also admitting that I feel like there's a lot of guilt being like, yeah, I stayed with somebody for that long because I really tried to believe in how wonderful they were portraying to me. So it's like a, I think a twofold of how awful you feel coming out, not just from how they treat it, but also with yourself for being in something for so long. And so it's just like, I had to work on like my self-love. Like I'm worthy of so much. I am a pretty woman, woman. <laughs> and I, you know, I don't have to be long legged. I don't have to have all this. I have such a great personality and I'm pretty the way. So like, that was like just part of it. Cause like he tore all that apart yeah. and working on that. Cause I actually even did, um, I don't know if you've heard of mirror work, but I did mirror work where you start talking to yourself and you talk to yourself kindly in the wow. mirror. Which is a tough Tell us a little one. bit about that. So you go into the mirror and you look at yourself and there's like different forms. Like way I had to start with it was just like I would start tearing myself apart. And then it'd be like, no, I'll just walk away today. And then now I can look in the mirror and like, you're beautiful. I love you. You're amazing. And I can do that looking in the mirror. And it took a little work to get there, but that helps with that belief in yourself of how great you are. For many years, up leading up to my uh, sobriety, I, I, I tell the story sometimes. I never used to like brushing my teeth 
and look at the mirror. I would open the door, the, the medicine cabinet, so I wouldn't have to look at myself. And then when I got into sobriety over the years, I felt a little bit better about myself. But you're right. After a narcissistic, horrible, toxic relationship, when, they, when, they, when it's over, whether who leaves who, you feel, I, I felt, no self-love, no self-dignity, very shameful, very embarrassed. Uh, I, I had friends of mine telling me to get out a year prior, like, dude, she's no good for you. You, you, you know? And I just didn't listen to anybody. So now here I am on my flat on my butt. And so, yeah, there's this, there's this confidence that you have to start building up again with just before you go out dating again. Because if you start, and that was my pattern, is that one relationship ended, I would jump into another one without any processing, any grieving, any self-healing and, and working on myself. So I packed up that suitcase and brought it to the next. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I did. Okay, I, I like that mirror um, idea. That's something I may have to work on. Um, it's a good one. I actually, I, I have a couple of post-its on my mirror telling mm -hmm. me some things about some spiritual things but but i have to read them i need to look at myself so i like that okay so you 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 did you worked on yourself there uh, and and you built your self-confidence back up yes. and how long before you were ready to get back out there you know i think that was like the uh, another two full piece i feel like people were trying to push me out sooner so i did go on some dates i think before i had that moment of being ready for it and then I decided to also do a little more like, who am I? Who am I now? Like, what do I want in life? Like, kind of like, and I like go through like, with my clients even, like the values and goals and desires I have in my life. Like, who am I? Not like, what am I in my natural state? Like, I can tell you I'm outgoing, I'm friendly, but what's important in my life? Because also, um, and this is like, works like, I don't, it could be anywhere, but boundaries were a really tough one for me. And I feel like that happens in those type of relationships too, is you don't get the best boundaries. And to hold a boundary, you have to know who you are. Yes. Yeah. I, I struggle with boundaries uh, a lot. And even when I tried to establish them, they were, they, they, she broke right through them. Um, because I didn't establish them early on in the relationship. When you try to establish a boundary six months or a year later, when you've already showed them that, that you have no boundaries, they, they just step right over them. So, okay, so uh, did, you, did you use dating apps? Mm -hmm. When you said some of your support groups started pushing you to go back out there, was it? Yeah, they like literally... Uh... <laughs> posted up a dating app for me. They got into ah. Bumble and started like start doing the stuff for me. And I'm all like, oh, this is kind of fun. You know, let's just go ahead and take a look. It won't hurt is what, you know. And then they would like, oh, he answered. And they would like start. And I'm like, don't, don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I've, I hear a lot of stories about when friends support, your, your support network tries to do that for you, gets your profile up and, and and you're like just sitting there going <laughs> watching all this going on and but you're not really interested or at least i wasn't and um i i went on some dates over the summer but i wasn't ready yet i wasn't dating with intent mm. and i and with intent yeah dating with intent to 
pursue something. I was just dating to get out of the house on a Saturday night. I was just dating to make contact with another human being. And uh, I have a social circle. You know, I play tennis and I, 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 as people know, I go to AA. And I, so I, I, I have a social group, but the, the, I was missing that human intimate connection that we, that we that is hardwired into us, I think. Isn't it? I, I, one yeah. of my mission statements is that love is a fundamental human need. Yeah. Oh, I agree. 100%. So, um, okay. Did, did, so, so your friends push you on Bumble. Did anything come of it? No, I mean, I went on a no. couple dates, but no, it was not. As, as even as you like that, I was not ready. I mean, it was fun to have. It was actually really nice to have somebody like, you know, say, oh, you're pretty, you're kind. You know, the things that I needed like to tell to myself more. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. And it was nice. Right. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, and it was like nice. I had a lot of family like support after because nobody liked him during the time. And so I'm like, why didn't anybody say anything? Well, you seemed happy. And I'm like, no, gosh. No, so I asked everybody, I'm like, obviously my judgment I feel is not the best at this moment. So if I bring somebody else home, can you please like give me feedback? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of went the opposite direction. I, showed everybody her because she was a beautiful Latina, blah, blah, blah. But as things started to go south, I would then call them up and complain and bitch and moan. And everybody did the opposite. Well, why don't you leave? Why don't you walk away? And I'm like, oh, but she's beautiful. And we do this together. And we have a great last weekend. We went here. And, and so we, we talk ourselves out of what our support system is telling us the opposite. So we are so let's say that uh, and, uh, you primarily work with women so uh tell us so a woman goes through a horrible relationship like that and then she does the mirror for a year and then she does maybe she comes to you for some help walk us through what that looks like for her to get ready to go back out into this dating world and just i'm going to drop a little curveball in there because I'm finding this to be a little bit of an issue. We're post COVID and I'm noticing now, especially now there's a lot of people walking around with masks on again. And yeah, well up here in New York, they are, I, I, I I went shopping last weekend and literally one of every five people had a mask on. So I, I, it, for me, if you if you remember, how can you forget? The lockdown was masks on, six feet away. Don't talk to anybody. Stay, you know. And so some of the mindset is drilled into us to. So I I'm not going to approach somebody with a mask on, I, I, either for fear of rejection or just because they're telling me stay away. If you're wearing a mask, you're telling me to stay away. That's uh, what, what I'm reading. So, but walk us through what you would tell a woman, how, how to get a woman ready to go back out dating. So I definitely would start with like some, a positive mindset, love mindset. You know, you want to bring it in. If you want to be going out cynical and jaded, you're not going to get anything out of that. And you got to get that opened up. And then I do go through like the values. So you know what you want with yourself to 
attract the right person because once you set the values, the goals and desires that you have, you can now say, what do I want in a partner? I want somebody who compliments this. I want somebody who mirrors this. So that sets that up for what you're looking for in your person. And I always have them do a list of like must-haves and hard no's. And it's like really like, it's important to put those down and not just like, not just obviously attributes, but like how do you want to feel? You want to feel like happy to go home yeah. or just like those things that are important to you. I want to be able to sit and um, have a conversation with my husband every night and enjoy that. Or you just like each their own and what they want for uniqueness. Listened, heard, you know, like if that's, I feel like a lot of us in human want to be that, but just what they are for your individual self. Cause then you have a kind of a, okay, I have got a little bit of a plan when I start dating and they're not, you know, cause I feel like sometimes in this on our, on for women, like, oh, he must be six foot one with a seven figure, you know, job that is so superficial and I, and I don't and encourage unrealistic. that. Yes. Yeah, and unrealistic. <laughs> I mean, there are men out there like that, but it's like the unrealistic. Four percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> so it's like you start getting that set up, so you know what you want when you go out, and then we do with because um, we do work on also like boundary setting, like how to even set a healthy boundary, and. Then they start getting prepped up, like, okay, how do we go on a date? Like, if we get nervous, I work through, like, breathing exercises. We get on apps, however they kind of want to try to go about it. I feel like the, I do feel like the nice thing for post-COVID, actually, is a lot of people spent time at home during COVID reflecting. So now a lot of people are actually going out in the dating world today with, a, like, not a plan, but, like, I know what I want. A different mindset. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Instead of just, I feel like like we used to kind of willy-nilly it. Like, oh, maybe this will work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dating with intent. Again, it's, you're dating with purpose. Uh, uh, and so, I think you mentioned this. If one is going out on a date, but they're not, feeling confident or they're not exuding positive energy it's it's going to it's going to be picked up by the other party Absolutely. right so yeah do we so uh, do, do we send the women out if so you, when do you know they're ready or do they do you assess when they're ready so if they come to you after a horrible relationship and, and, and they're, you know, six months afterwards and you help them he heal through that process? I help them get ready more than the actual okay. healing through. Um, I feel like that's, I'm, I'm like one step past that. You kind of have to work okay. on that healing before you would see me because that, that you know. Gotcha. Okay. I can help with some things, absolutely. Like, I want to help work that forward because we still sometimes have these fears or these thoughts that we need to kind of coach, reframe, and get through to get to the other side of the dating path. But um, the actual healing process itself, I don't work with on that part. Okay. And, and we talked about this be, uh, before we recorded. Uh, what you do for the women to help them get ready for dating, does it work for men too? Yes. 
Yes, I feel like it does. Okay. Um, it's a it's a foundation. I call, uh, my program's actually um, now Love Life uh, Love Life Essentials. It's I build the foundation and move into the work of the beginning dating. Okay. All right. Kind of fun that. All way. right. So all right. So I'm here comes another curveball. I am a male and I'm coming to you and I'm ready to start dating. And I'm and I'm literally meaning that. I'm ready. I'm done. I'm I'm done with like all of this past year of the self-loathing and the the self-confidence. Um, I had an epiphany last weekend. Yeah, exactly. I and I and I told this on my last weekend. I call them rants on the weekends. I talk to my audience. I I met a woman at a laundromat last week. Uh, well, I shouldn't say met. I saw a woman and I was my 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 what do they say my jaw dropped to the floor uh she was my type my style my my everything i couldn't take my eyes off her and i felt as if wow i'm back like i because i hadn't felt that for the whole prior year after the breakup i had no interest i saw pretty women i saw attractive women but i i, I just wasn't looking last weekend i went back to the laundromat yesterday looking for her <laughs> so yeah, of course she wasn't there, but um, so I'm ready. So let's pretend that I'm working with you. What what do I need to do to get? Because I'm really I'm, I'm lost, <laughs> but I'm ready. Okay, okay. So do you know your values, your goals, and desires in life? I would say yes. Um, my values, my goals, well, my goals are to, uh, I still got a few years to go, but eventually retire and, and get out of New York. Ugh. Um, <laughs> it's horrible. Um, but, but, but yeah, my, and my value is that I know deep down inside that I am a gentleman and I am a, a decent human being. I, 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 which part of the sobriety helps with that. Uh, I, I do work my 12 step program. Um, so I know I'm a valuable person and I do also know that I will treat a woman very well. Um, my dad drilled that into me. My, my mom and dad were married for 50 years. Um, until they both passed away. And my dad was a very, uh, I think I told you before, he was a doctor and he was, uh, but he taught me, he didn't teach me a lot, but what he did teach me was, he, but let me put a footnote there. He didn't teach me a lot because he was working a lot. You know, he was out there. You, as you, being a nurse, you know, they, they can learn, walk, work long hours. Mm -hmm. But he taught me how to be a gentleman. And uh, there's a little story that I tell, and I told it earlier in the in the, in the podcast. So, yeah. So to answer your question, yes, I do. I have my moral, right. my, my values, my morals. What were the th the three of them? Desires and goals you, and values. Yeah. Well, my desire is to be with somebody who I can share my happiness, my joy, and also the not so good times I, because. Life is not a bowl of, what they say? Life is, what did Forrest Gump say? Life is not a box of chocolate or something. Mm -hmm. So it's not. And, and I would like to be able to come home 
or call or lean on my partner is that an unrealistic expectation is that when you're having a bad day you you come to your partner and vice versa don't we lift each other up when we're that's what we're supposed to do is lift each other up yeah. be each other's so that's best my friends desire. champ champions the best champion you can yeah. have for each other and make yourself yeah raise into lift and yes absolutely what's important about that to you I know long silence pauses on podcasts are uncomfortable and, and, and a no-no, but I have to think about that. I think what we said before, I'm wired to be with somebody because, I'm a, because we're, we're, we're basically mammals and, and we are... I'm hardwired that way, but, but, but that's the biological part. The mental part is, is that I have a desire to share. I was watching a movie the other night by myself, which, which is okay. I mean, I've been watching a, a lot of movies by myself, but it would be fun to have somebody next to me that we could both laugh together or, and pause the movie for a minute and, and just, and then, and then when the movie's over, if it's the summertime, hey, let's run down to the boardwalk and catch the sunset, you know? Mm -hmm. And those are my desires. And to share that joy and life, and and I just described everything that was wonderful. Again, it can also be not so wonderful, but. Growth, I love the growth, growth to grow together. It's like a fabulous thing my Thank husband you. and I yes. work on. To grow is together. And Love especially it. at my age, we're going to grow older together. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we're all growing older together every minute, every day. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> all right, so, yeah, okay. so I have... I'm sorry. All right, so what's my... Then that's okay. What's my next step? Okay, so I would love for you, because it sounds like some little bit of mirror work would be amazing for you. Um, mm -hmm. And then I think uh, next step would be to do a about, like, must-have and hard nose for you and how you want to feel what you want in a woman... What you, that you're looking for to kind of set up a uh, physical mm -hmm. list like sit yes. down and write it yeah wow. sit okay. down and write it <laughs> we're gonna go okay. fashion <laughs> the old fashion style wow okay i could do that all right and then huh. it's the next step of going on a getting ready to go, go on a date or go on a date ask somebody out do those things <laughs> yeah well i i Sounds ironically like laundry la lady maybe it, this well and here's the problem and and i had my son i have three boys and my youngest son lives near me and he wanted to do his laundry with me that weekend and so i i'm not gonna go hit on a hit on a woman i'm not gonna go <laughs> approach a woman and do my my game whatever whatever the terminology is today with my son there I, it's just i'm not gonna do that uh, okay. It would be inappropriate. That's fair. That's why I went back yesterday to look for her. But um, <laughs> so, um, is it going to start doing laundry every day, Andrew? Yeah, I, I almost feel like 
because the, the funny thing is I've been going to this laundromat for four years and I have not ever, I've never run into her. I've never seen this woman before. You, you, you start to see the same faces because if you go the same time every, every weekend, you start to, because people have a routine. They go when they go each weekend or whatever. I happen to have gone on a different day last weekend with my son because he was only available, blah, 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 blah. And so I went back the same time yesterday that I did last weekend, which I thought maybe she came at that. It was 5 o'clock last Sunday, so I went back at 5 o'clock yesterday, although it was a little earlier, but I did not see her. But that's a problem because I don't know her. I don't know her. I don't know if she was just passing through, if she usually does it on Mondays, but she she did it the day before. I have no clue. I may never see this woman ever again. But... um, all right, so excited. I'm ready. Yeah, I, I, I have to tell you, I was really giddy because I, yeah, I felt like that teenage years again, like when you first set your eyes on somebody. I haven't felt that in a long time, and it, it felt good, you know. Um, all right, so I'm ready. Now, here, I'm going to bring up a topic here. So let's say you said now you're ready to go dating. The dating apps mm-hmm. that are out there and, mm-hmm. and I've been doing a lot of research on my own and having other people come on. I had two women on a couple of days ago, just two regular cosmopolitan women, two women who live in the Metro New York area and they were complaining in their thirties and they cannot get a date. And they're on a couple of dating apps. One of them doesn't use a dating app. One of them does. And they work right in the middle of, I I promise I would keep their anonymity, but a major metropolitan city. And they're having problem finding men. Hmm. So anyway, the point is, is that I'm, I'm finding it. And some other people that I'm talking to are finding it difficult to find anybody who will, if we had more time and, and, and I could tell you just the stories of the dating women that I've been talking to on the apps in the past couple of weeks, they the conversations go nowhere. And I am not one to, hey, how are you today? How's your day going? What a lovely day. Isn't, it, isn't the sun beautiful? <laughs> I don't do that. Yeah, no, I don't do that. And this woman said to me, I'm not into endless texting. And I said to her, neither am I. So let's do a video this Friday night. And then the first thing she said to me the next morning, after we exchanged phone numbers, I don't think we're a good match. Goodbye. Yeah, after five days of banter back and forth, she tells me, let's get off the app, let's do something, and then I I say, let's do video, and then all of a sudden I get a goodbye. So there's a theory that it was a scam or it was somebody that didn't want to show their face, but that's not the first time I've had, I told you the story about the woman who didn't want to put makeup on because she didn't want to go on the video. This is the kind of stuff I'm getting. Well, I have to break it to you on that. There's still, it, dating's still a numbers game, unfortunately. Yeah. You still have to pitch out the, the. <laughs> you gotta weed out, weed out the weeds. Yes, yeah. yes. And I mean, I wish, I wish it could be just like, take that. I think I heard a good um, one. It was a, if you were a sniper. Yeah, that'd be great. You could just snipe out your next one that you're going to be in love with. But unfortunately, most of us have to go to the shooting range and. Or the, laundry, or the laundromat. Yeah, the laundromat. <laughs> yeah. 
and still just you still kind of have to get through the numbers a little bit i wish it would be just like the next person for sure could be the workout but it's still getting out there though and just like keep attempting because the next one might be it you keep okay this one didn't work and i love to say that and i don't know if you've heard it before but it's not rejection it's redirection Ooh, I like that. Because that person wasn't like meant that. for you. Like, you you yeah. probably wouldn't want them long term anyway if they're the willing to cut out now for whatever reason it was. Yeah. Well, if they're not willing to put the makeup on, you know, <laughs> I just couldn't believe that. Just like, right. do a video and she's like, I don't want to put my makeup on. I'm like, oh. that's good. That's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but that's the kind of concept of my second season here is that I'm finding it complicated. I found a couple of women that I spoke to that are finding it complicated. Uh, if you want, if you read some of the chat boards and stuff that's going on, I belong to a few of them, Discord and some stuff, and it's it's not easy. It's not. And, and yes, it's a numbers game. Tell me, maybe you can help me with this. What type of body language should I look for in a woman? So I'm at the supermarket or I'm at pick a box store, you know, a Target or something, mm-hmm. and I'm just doing my shopping and I'm Is there any certain thing I should look for in a woman that it that she's telling her body language is saying I'm single, I'm open to be to being approached? Or is that just like potluck or you? I feel like, no, because I feel like there's that body language for sure that says stay away. And it's definitely like the look down, not like making eye contact with anybody. Eye contact is always a big friendly indicator of like I'm willing to engage with people is that they're willing to make eye contact. Um, Of course, depending on mass situation, smiling or just like having that appearance of like, oh, you know, just like the open, like smile, eye contact, I think would be the best one to like put I, that out there. I I I, th- I heard this recently, and of course you hear this. Social media can be the devil. Yeah. <laughs> There's a five second rule. If you make eye contact for five seconds, like you lock eyes. Not so making eye contact is easy. You you're passing each other. You look at each other. It could be two seconds. I heard somewhere that if you lock eyes and it's five seconds or longer, that she's interested. Yeah. Have you heard of? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. But if they're still willing even to make eye contact to you, they're still probably open to any conversation that you might have. Like, oh, hey, you always can fill it out. Like, is that really good? Whatever's in their cart, right? And they're like, no. Or, yeah, it's great. Then you already know that they're not going to talk to you. But you can even just like throw in like something easy that can test the waters of, is that good? Yeah. I, I come from the generation, and, and, and I would find it corny today, but in the old days, there used to be the joke that if you were in the cantaloupe or melon section and a woman was standing there, you would ask her, is this ripe? You know, oh, you boy. <laughs> yeah, see, see. <laughs> see, <I told> <laughs> so, so no, no, no on that one. I'm just looking for an opener. I'm just looking for an opener. <laughs> Maybe just something, yeah, I would not. Is the cantaloupe right? Please don't answer, no. I ask. <laughs> no, okay. I'm, just, I'm showing my age. I'm 
but but that's what I grew up with. It's like that's how you start a conversation with a woman in the produce section. So I think my audience is getting tired of me because I was. That's where I go. It's the laundromat. It's because I will not date in AA. It's the laundromat, the tennis club, and the supermarket is, you know, the three places that I'm out and about. And there may be Kohl's or Target or if I, I'm ever uh, over there. Uh, I, I don't go to clubs. I don't drink. I don't mm-hmm. socialize other than the beach during the summertime, which is a great place to meet women. But uh, that, that's another whole episode onto itself. So, um no, that's great though. Like, like you have like the spots, and I think like another great thing with the post-COVID is there's more sober dating. Yeah, I did hear that. Like a lot of people put the drink down. There's a lot of people picked up the drink during COVID, but a lot more put it down as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and they, not because they're alcoholics, just because they, it's like a trend right. now. But yeah. it makes it nice though. Then like the expectation isn't always drinks. You know, let's go have some drinks and appetizer because people are going away from that. They actually like we're talking about how like the dinner date is dying. Yes, I, I do not go on the first date on dinner uh, or no the second. Day. I don't think no. it's just not. I'm a coffee date a girl myself. I love a good coffee date. Yeah, uh, that's that's what I'm hearing is that's the best place to go. And then the second date, do something fun. Mm-hmm. Um I, I had a question for you, and it just went, went right out of my head. Um, okay, if, if it comes back, I'll ask you. Uh, okay, so uh, I, I'm, I'm just getting myself ready to go back out there. I, I'm, I'm, because I got, I, the laundromat incident really sparked me. It got me, it got my juices flowing in again. And Yay. Yeah, and, and, I, and I'm, Unfortunately, here comes the, the, the winter time when many people are not out and about as they are during the summertime, uh, myself included. I lock myself. I'm like a bear. I hibernate <laughs> in the wintertime, which is not good. So, um, uh, Before we wrap it up, maybe just uh, do you have any particular dating apps that you know you, your women are using that have more success that um so i feel like the women are using the hinge app um some are still using bumble really kind of depends on the woman some women don't like it it's just very dependent on personality well Pop- they have to make the first yeah mm-hmm and for some women, that's but some women are okay with that, so it's just really yeah. dependent on that. And then um, coffee meets bagels, another one I heard a lot of women are now on. So that's a newer app that I didn't get to play with just even a couple of years ago. Yeah, three years so ago. That's now. fairly new. <laughs> is that is that is that fairly new? Um, that is a um, newer one. I think it's been out for a couple of years. Okay. I'll have to look into that one. So it's a more shorter term and it's supposed to be for people looking for serious relationships, not just like flings and hookups and stuff. Like yeah. That. Well, and that's, and that was the complaint that I, the woman that I date, uh, the woman that I interviewed a couple of days ago, they're saying that even on eHarmony, many of the men were just hitting on them right off the bat. Like they want to have sex. And that's, you know, 
you need to know what dating apps are for. Like eHarmony is supposed to be. I, I don't know if it's changed. It's a lot of work to it, go through for that. Yeah, and and it's not a hookup site. It's a, it's supposed to match you with your life mate or whatever. Tinder. Sorry, I, I know I you met your husband on there. Is a hookup site. <laughs> so that's where you go to to hook yes. up. Yes. And, and and then there's all the in-between apps that can go either way. So, um, okay. Wow. This has, been, this has been a very enlightening conversation. <laughs> um, Melissa, tell us a little bit about your practice and where we can find you. Right. So, yeah, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching with uh, women and I have, I'm on pretty much all social medias, M. Finley Love Coach, and I do have M. Finley Love Coach.com. All right. And of course, I'll put all that in the show notes. And uh, and you have a website. Do you do any consultations? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. So infinitelovecoach.com um, is my website. All right. Yeah. Melissa, it has been an absolute pleasure. We I had a great couple of laughs with you. It was fun. It was good. It was good to. It felt good to. I, I'm telling you, I'm I'm in a new space with this this laundromat woman. Really set me off. So in a That's good way. Awesome. So. Yeah. Melissa, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, maybe we'll have you back someday. We'll, we'll get an update. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. I would love to thank Melissa Finley for coming on and sharing her wisdom. This dating scene, folks, is just a mess. I don't want to sound like my grandfather, but when I was growing up, none of this. You know, there was no dating apps. There were no cell phones. There were no apps. There was no... You met somebody or you went home. And, and I remember sitting... My parents gave us a phone, a landline, and it was in the hallway so they could hear us talking. But my sisters and I, we all shared the phone. And I would, and, but across the hall, about, I don't know, four feet away, there was a, the entrance to the basement. And I would take the phone and I would, the cord was six feet and I would extend it and I would go into the top of the basement, sit on the top step and talk to these women, girls at the time in high school. And, and that's what we did. We would sit on the phone for hours and hours and just talk and talk and talk. And, and then, you know, hey, you want to go out for pizza Friday night? And it, I, I know that's teenage dating and it's a whole different world and time and age difference and all that. But it was easy and it was simple. It has just gotten so complicated. I am 63 years old. I am single. I have a decent job. I, you know, I can give you all my qualifications. I'm a nice guy. I, yeah, I, I got some obviously defects of character that I've been working on. You know, I don't establish boundaries. Uh, I'm maybe codependent. Uh, blah blah blah. But you know, I'm not a white beater, and I'm not. A drug addict and, and I'm a dare I say I, I think I'm a catch 
But how do you convey that to a woman in today's world who's walking around with masks on and I guess just a, a demeanor of sourpuss? And I know, it's my attitude. If I, if I go out in the world with that attitude, that's what I'm going to find. I know, so I got to switch it up. So anyway, here it comes. Please, if you're enjoying this podcast, give me five stars, leave a review. And if you're going to make a decision, I urge you to please choose wisely. Until next time, folks. Ciao.